0: Where am I? What's happening? Shh,
1: you need to be quiet. Here, I brought you a blanket. No, no, you you've got to stay hidden. You don't understand. They can't see you.
0: No, no, no. Where am I? Where am I? Quiet.
1: I'm warning you. If they find you, they'll toss you back in. Or worse.
0: Oh god. Oh god. I, I slipped on the rocks and I fell, I fell into the water.
1: Well, there are no rocks in the middle of the sea. You must have been dreaming. Were you on a merchant ship? It can't be far off for you to swim here.
0: Ship? I was in Scotland, looking for my grandpa. He had chased one of his sheep into a cave.
1: Scotland? That's weeks away by ship. I don't think you swam all that way.
0: It it can't be. I went into a cave and slipped. (sighs) Let me see.
1: Now listen. (sighs) I'm hiding you under there for your own good. If they found you, they'd think you were a stowaway and that I brought you aboard just... Stay put through the night. I'll bring you some food and if you're patient, we'll both get off the ship. Steady on. (laughs) I dare say you're a wee bit muzzy, Cullivan. (laughs) Ha! No more than you, sir. (laughs) Whoa! All right, sailor. You nearly sent me over the rail. I'm not even in the mood for a swim. You see that, Bailey? Tomorrow I'll be off under full sails on those waves. (laughs) Well then, allow me to procure for us a satisfying repast. You forget, Bailey. You spent your last greenback at the red door. <laughs> Worse than that? So did I. <laughs> you didn't
0: the horses, Stay with the coach, Wallace. I'll only be a moment. As you say.
1: It only remains that we find a generous patron to proffer us a loan.
0: Excuse me.
1: What about her? No. No.
0: You're still here. I thought you'd gone below decks.
1: Mm. Sleeping below decks is well nigh impossible. You're still cold?
0: The rags you covered me with have soaked through. Oh, not likely to dry off under here.
1: Hand them here. I'll bring you more.
0: And this one was already wet.
1: Leave it. That one, I've got to keep out of sight.
0: Where did, where did you get this?
1: It's all that's left of the unfortunate old man who surfaced some time before you. He looked like a shepherd. <laughs> no, you said no, your no. grandfather. That That's not...
0: What, what happened to him?
1: Listen, I I could be wrong.
0: It's his scarf. I know it anywhere.
1: I don't... He... He, he didn't make it.
0: What happened? I'm sorry. I
1: truly am. I, I pulled him out, but I, I don't know what happened to the body. It was just gone when I came back.
0: How did this happen? It makes no sense.
1: No. It doesn't. But I'll wager it's got something to do with that red glow in the deep.
0: There were rocks in the cave they glowed red and (laughs) and I swam past them before making my way (laughs) to the surface
1: could it be the same happened to your grandfather but rocks
0: I don't know I don't know
1: try to sleep I'll be back with dry clothes
0: He came and went, mostly at night. I slept when I could ignore my hunger and the rashes i developed all over from the dampness. I hadn't felt the sun on my face in days, but I held on as long as I could, trusting that we would soon set off in the small whaleboat that sheltered me and hid me from the crew. But I began to wonder why he would be so eager to abandon the relative safety of the ship so far from land. These sailors, they seem a rough lot. Spitting, swearing, drinking. I have no desire to be in their company. If I can't have sunlight, I'll at least get some night air to dry my skin. Fewer sailors on the deck now. I might be able to make my way out for a moment. Just a moment. keep low. Can't risk letting anyone see me. There, behind those crates. I should be able to stand. Maybe even feel those last rays of sunshine. Too fast, too fast. Damn, I have such low energy.
2: Oh,
0: they're coming this way.
2: What the hell are you laughing about? He had a look, and I suppose he's not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> he just perches up there in the missing mast and waits. He's been up there for days. Even he's stuck in his doldrums until we've vouchsafed a bit of wind. But he'll be happy to land one on your head if he walked just there. (laughs) Aye, and I won't give him the chance. But the fact that we see him out here at all is what interests me, Billy. Aye, some of them can fly straight across to France, are you? Albatross, maybe. But not these little bastards. Notice his legs. They're yellow. What of it? He's what's called a yellow-legged gull, common to the islands in these parts. And they typically do not fly far out to sea. All right, then. So what? Which means, my attle pated friend, that we are within piss and destined to land. Hmm. And yet, strangely, our sails are not the least bit inspired by this fact. Settle in, Yellowfoot! We might be out here a while yet.
1: Those dry clothes made you a little more comfortable. I brought you a biscuit. What? Not hungry? Blast! Where did she go? Where the devil did she go? Damn me, woman. What were you thinking?
0: I can't stand it any longer. I'm sorry. I had to move. They didn't see me.
1: Well, be thankful for that. Come, we've got to get you back to the boat.
0: The gull. Do you see that gull?
1: Yes, yes. Come on now, we have to move.
0: I kind of been gull is from the islands I heard the sailors say so he says we're near land
1: I don't know just we need to move
0: (laughs) he said he said that kind of gull they don't fly far from land come on we made our way cautiously back to the whale boat I decided that if I was to trust that he'd launch the boat and we'd make our escape I needed to know why he would chance it Wait, before I get back under there, I need to know something.
1: Listen, I promise we'll launch as soon as I can collect some food and water. Now please.
0: Yes, but why? You don't even know my name. Why would you want to abandon ship? Surely not just for my sake. There's something you're not saying. And if you want me to trust you, you've got to trust me.
1: I I, I can't tell you right now. There was some bad business. I...
0: A gruesome figure came out of the shadows, and stumbled up to us. suddenly. His frame was bent, and there was no, no life in his eyes. After a moment of shock, it hit me. No! Grandpa! What? But he was dead! His lifeless body somehow animated. He lunged at me, grabbing at my shoulders.
3: Was there something. a spark of recognition in him just now? Beg. Uh, uh, ah, no! Ah, let go, old man! Big.
2: What happened? I uh,
1: <clears throat> I don't know. He looked like he was going to say something, and he just fell over.
2: Hmm. Ms. gave out. But I heard a woman cry out.
1: Will you help me take him down to the doctor's cabin?
2: Oi? Where did this old bastard come from? Was he hiding below decks for the last two weeks? Cut <laughs> a
3: Conflict and desperation in her mind. She is, perhaps, as displaced as I in this environment. Thanks for listening to episode three of Be Calmed, a Mandible Judy miniseries. Our Patreon supporters and Supercast subscribers have access to bonus content including the Motherload Editions and the Judy Audio Wiki. Pledge as little as $1 per episode to enjoy these perks and more at Patreon.com slash MandibleJudy or MandibleJudy.supercast.com. Our cast this week was Sarah Hoffaker, Matthew Robertson, Clayton Romero, Brandon Duke, and Chris Burke. Sound design was by Chris Burke. Music is by Glomag. Drop us an email with any thoughts, suggestions, or just to say hi at info at We'd love to hear from you. And you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. See the show notes for details. Catch you next week.